Welcome to Jeff in Motion. Um, it's a rainy, cold Monday morning in central Pennsylvania. Heading to work. Um, I've got two little <laughs> short, short stories for you. Uh, the first of which is a dream that I had last night. Uh... <laughs> And maybe any any amateur uh, dream journalists out there could help me out uh, that are listening. <laughs> I'll start from where I remember. I was comparing iPhone 6s, 6 Pluses, with uh, Matt Meyer of the Nerdist Podcast when I remembered I was late for work. And this was particularly vexing because I had promised to plant flowers outside of Dunkin' Donuts before I went to work. And that was an absolutely non-negotiable. <laughs> that had to happen before I went to where I work now. <laughs> I went into the back room of the Dunkin' Donuts I used to work at, which wasn't actually the Dunkin' Donuts I used to work at, but it's the Dunkin' Donuts I used to work at that I've dreamt of before. It was the same, the old place I worked at, but not quite, place that I've been to several times. And I went to get, you know, obviously, the flowers that I was to be planting from the back room of Dunkin' Donuts. Um, as I was, I had, I had reached the flowers, I was taking them out of the back room, and uh, the entirety of the backroom staff of Dunkin' Donuts, myself included, began to sing Edelweiss. Uh, then, as I got as I got out to sorry, my windshield wipers are having a seizure. There we are. As I got out to outside of Dunkin' Donuts, where I should be planting these flowers, um, gigantic ants came out of the ground, and uh, I'd say they're about the size of rats. They were just these large fucking black ants, and uh, a person next to me who had not been there before said, don't let them sting you, and then I woke up. So... Um, I was once told that my reoccurring dream of teeth, my teeth falling out, was, happens when you are feeling insecure, and uh, that makes sense. So whatever um, this is, planting, being late for work while planting flowers outside of Dunkin' Donuts, singing Edelweiss, and uh, avoiding giant ants, whatever that trope is, um, I, I'd be, I'd, I'd love to know. <laughs> I'd, Love to fucking know. And uh, <laughs> another short story I have for you is this is going to be a retelling of a pretend session I had with my daughter. Um, things you need to know for this to make any sense. Uh, 
she has My Little Pony figures, um, pretty standard, um, from the newer, the newest version of My Little Pony. Um, she has a red stuffed dragon, and <laughs> she has a handful of little, like, blind box My Little Ponies. They're about half to a third the size of the regular My Little Ponies. The, this is the information you need to know for this story. Uh, I'm sitting down, uh, we're watching TV, and Morgan looks at me, and she's holding some ponies, and she goes, play ponies? And I was like, which is not a thing that I've ever done with her, or I've ever seen her do, but I was like, fuck yeah, I'll play ponies. So I sat down, and this is the story that unfolded. Uh, <laughs> Rarity, Twilight, Applejack, Pinkie Pie, Rainbow Dash, and Fluttershy were all having a tea party. They were obviously segregated to the ones that had horns, the ones that had wings, and the ones that had neither. This is the way it is in Ponyland. <laughs> well, they were having a tea party. And suddenly, out of nowhere... <laughs> a red dragon bursts in to whatever room it is that they're having a tea party in. And the ponies invite the red dragon to enjoy some of their their uh, tea and I can only assume crumpets. Uh, I haven't been to a lot of tea parties but I, I do know I, I have it on good authority that they aren't officially tea parties without crumpets. And while the dragon does imbibe in a single sip of tea, he then breathes fire on all of the ponies, causing them to flee in terror off of the coffee table that they were having their tea party on. I know, coffee table, tea party, it just doesn't make sense. Then a small pony, some sort of pygmy pony, comes out of nowhere and says good job dragon <laughs> and commences to climb on the dragon's back and fly away the previously partying uh, heavily burned ponies regroup and confront this dragon uh, using what I can only assume is the power of friendship to kill him uh, to the best of my knowledge, it details got fuzzy. And they went off to what I can only assume is plan another tea party. <laughs> and then the original pygmy pony that flew off on the dragon came up to the dragon and began to give him kisses. And this caused no more than seven additional pygmy ponies to come out of uh, the woods, I guess, and give the dragon kisses to make him better. Uh, I can only assume this story is to be continued. Uh, <laughs> I, I imagine that the, the camera pans from the pygmy ponies kissing the dragon to the dragon's eye, which snaps open, and then credits uh, as far as this... <laughs> the story goes. Oh. 
it was a pretty, I would say it was a solidly successful pretend time uh, <laughs> this weekend. Um, <laughs> I was thoroughly entertained by participating in it. <laughs> uh. Uh, this this has been story time with Jeff in motion. Uh, I am Jeff, and I, I hope <laughs> I hope you have a good week. Uh, I hope you defeat your dragons or heal them, depending on which type of pony you identify with in the story. Uh, <laughs> oh man, I just love. Love the idea that somehow the miniature ponies are mortal enemies with the regular ponies. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, also the fact that the ponies only, only will sit next to p other ponies with similar features. Like having wings, or horns, or... <laughs> Uh, none, none of those things. Uh, and I know that that comes from, like, kids and humans' natural uh, desire to, like, categorize and group. But it just, it was really, really, uh, really funny to see her segregate ponies by physical features. Uh, <laughs> uh, have a good day. This has been Jeff in Motion. <laughs>